0: Hey, d fam! I'm Quick. And I'm Lee, And you're listening to Divas, divas and
1: Duckets. So what is a diva? I think divas get a bad rep.
0: But to me, diva is all about the attitude. As for Ducket, it's your finances, your assets, Skrilla, Guap, your coin. We're talking all things with the potential to affect your pockets. And while we
1: are attorneys by trade, we are divas by choice. Divas and Duckets is for entertainment purposes.
0: Y'all, we are not Series 511 <laughs> or 703 professionals. This does not create a financial advisor nope, nope. or attorney-client relationship. The views expressed here are solely our opinions and the opinions of our guests. It's
1: just our opinion, y'all. Okay, okay Divas, let's,
0: let's talk duckets. duckets. Hey, d fam, welcome back.
1: Yes, welcome back. We hope you enjoyed our last episode and thank you for tuning in again today. What mm-hmm. are we going to be talking about today?
0: We are going to be talking about broke mentality, um, what it is, where it comes from, a little mm-hmm. bit of where it comes from. And. Um, how it can affect you. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get into that, if you are watching, make sure you hit subscribe below. Um, and thank you for watching, of course. Yes. And um, divaadvice at gmail.com. So let's get into it.
1: Yes, let's get into Brooklyn Talent. Now, I already tell you, you know, you're going to have to be like, fix your face. Okay.
0: Okay. okay. <laughs> Quick gets a little passionate about certain <laughs> concepts. So we're going we're gonna to try our best to. All right. All right. I'm try not to frown bring my you to this the table in
1: love, yes, that's good <laughs> that's real good,
0: okay, so what is what's what's the broke mentality or poverty mindset? what does that mean? so you want my definition or the actual definition of a poverty mindset
1: let's do both. I'm okay. intrigued so uh, when I think about like the broke mentality or um I think that's different. When I think about a broke mentality, versus a poverty mindset, mm-hmm. I do think they're they're different. Okay. Um, when I think about the poverty mindset, I do think about people that have either been impoverished or people that have come from poverty, maybe you know, mm-hmm. and didn't have enough. Right. So okay. there's um, a fear that from growing up of not having enough, and that experience mm-hmm. of not having enough, so you probably become a hoarder and mm-hmm. clinch everything in, mm-hmm. or you feel like um, things opposite. are going to run out, right? Okay. So you just like spend it and it, it just is what it like is. You like you can't die with it, so right, why not? Right. Okay. Um, when I think about broke mentality, I think more so about people um, who tend to splurge on things and don't take care of basic needs. So um, the people
0: who basically they're doing things they can't afford.
1: Well, in their mind, they can afford them because they can get them. Okay, but but really and true, right? Because they they're they're basic needs, and not mean, and I think uh, I saw a meme today, and it was so funny. It was like she said, "All these people around here complaining about gas prices. We know them bags must be real fake." <laughs> so I was like, it was a funny meme, a broke mm-hmm. mentality, but I mean, at the same time, I was like. Everybody complained about grass I mean, prices. like $5 a gallon. Right. I know, so I, I didn't necessarily it. think that was, but I understood the idea of mm-hmm. it, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, you could and, and somebody responded, oh, that bag is a one-time purchase. This is something I need every week. <laughs> it's very different, right? Fair. So, but that, yeah, when I think about the broke mentality, that's kind of what I think about. Like, people that just splurge on things usually for the gram or for other people's mm-hmm. um, approval or commentary. Mm-hmm.
0: But... At home, they're struggling. So, like, okay, when you you said a key thing there in terms of splurging and then you said basic needs. Mm -hmm. So how do you define, when you're talking about being able to afford something, what what encompasses, like, basic needs? So when I think about
1: um, being able to afford something, like... Mm -hmm. I, there are basic needs, mm-hmm. right? So basic needs, your bills being paid, okay. um, not having 30-day, 60-day notices coming in, um, being able to pay bills on time, being able to, of course, you know, afford clothes and shoes and all of those things, but really more so thinking about bills. Like, okay. you know, your bills are being able to be paid without struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also think for me at this stage and forty plus, I, I do feel like a basic needs are, are life insurance. Like those So you have basic plus. Right. That's, okay. a, that's, a, that's okay. a basic plus. Basic plus. So right. I do think, you know, things like life insurance, medical insurance, um, especially if you have kids, to me those are or should be basic needs. I know a lot of people It's don't like have your them. ducks in a row. Right. Okay. Having your ducks in a row. Okay. Um, but Then, you know, you're out here with $700 cars, but don't have a $150 month life insurance policy. Make it make sense,
0: you know? Okay. Um, So that kind of stuff. Okay. I got you. Mm -hmm. So when I looked it up, researched it, because people, I feel like a lot of people use it interchangeably Mm -hmm. in terms of poverty mindset versus broke mindset. And so either way when I looked it is that whole concept of like a fear of not having enough Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that whole as you said how it can manifest really in like polar ways so either that person that's just like well you only live once so I'm gonna just do it because you never know or that person who is like Julius on everybody hates Chris (laughs) like (laughs) quantifying how much each ice cube costs because they're so afraid that they won't have it and so I do understand like because I just like to understand, and maybe I should take some more psych classes or something in college. <laughs> I like to understand like the origin of right, something, yeah. like the like where is this? What, mm-hmm. what is this based in? And so when you think about, um especially like Black folks, if we if we're really honest with ourselves, we are one maybe two generations from those folks who like they were poor. Right. Yeah. Um, many of them were first, second generation college. So mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. like certain opportunities weren't there or right. even just, you know, the larger families. Like my dad, I think they're pretty much the last generation. You see it here and there, but mm-hmm. it's not as common nowadays. But like my dad was one of 10. Right. So when you have those size families and you think about what economic opportunities were available mm-hmm. back then, like I- obviously nine times out of 10, you- you ne- you- most folks right. that look like us, weren't necessarily well off. Right. And so, it makes sense why, like you said, a lot of times people maybe they grew up without would have that mindset um, of, like, fearing not having enough mm-hmm. or not wanting to go back to not having enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I, I mean, it's frustrating, but it's kind of funny. Like, my dad has at least two of everything because... Oh, my dad does too. You never know when you're going to need it. I'm like, I... <laughs> Have you used it in 10 years? But, yeah. you know, I yeah. get where it comes from, mm-hmm. right? So I think the thing is what happens a lot of times is or wh- what nowadays people associate broke mentality with is not taking certain risk because you're afraid of not having enough. Mm. And that almost kind of keeping you from certain opportunities. Hmm. So, for example, like, I have friends who grew up with that, and most of them fall along, like, the saver lines. Okay, okay. So they're very good at saving. They have, some of them have, like, a year's worth of, mm-hmm. you know, what they need. Mm-hmm. And even so, they're, like, they're just frugal. They don't really shop. They don't really, you know, they don't really splurge on You bringing things. me to the table? or you I wasn't. Like, okay. It, it wasn't you, but, <laughs> I mean... I guess you fall into the group, yeah. but you didn't grow up with that. So I, I mean, did. I was like, like no, not. <laughs> but you are you are a super saver. But what a lot of them are saying now that they're in their thirties and forties is like, okay, I have this money in this savings account, and it's great, like to yeah. have that liquid money of you have thirty, forty thousand dollars just saved, just chilling. It is a great thing, I'm not taking away from that. But sometimes mm -hmm. under this whole concept of broke mentality, because you're so afraid of not having it, Mm -hmm. you're not your money isn't doing as much as it could be doing for you, right. so if you have thirty, forty thousand, I'm certainly not saying take all thirty, forty thousand and put it into you know a brokerage account or real estate investment, but it's, but it can it's do hindering than you 0.4%. from taking a piece. <laughs> exactly, like right. these savings accounts, you know, as, as people who do tend to have more, they say like you don't really put your money in savings accounts right. like that. Like, right. no, like your money should be working for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the only time to me when like saving or being really responsible about mm-hmm. your money. is like the extreme of that, mm-hmm. right? So Yeah. And I mean,
1: definitely as a person that was averse to taking risk uh, mm-hmm. for a long uh, <laughs> time, <laughs> I had, you know, even when I had my 401k, like mm-hmm. I was, Um, you know, it wasn't the aggressive, Mm -hmm. um, um, the investment portfolio right Mm -hmm. it wasn't those aggressive aggressive options even you know and I did do so more so the aggressive options for my son's 529 but Mm -hmm. because you know I knew the knowledge of being able to bounce back and go Mm -hmm. through the seasons and he was so young but for me I was for a very long time like I said averse to that and you know definitely have changed that now and like you said you get to see it grow and it was interesting I sat and talked with someone that kind of broke down to me like why are you keeping all this money into your savings? Like you mm-hmm. said, you know, and I understood that the savings account I mean, the interest rates are nothing basically, they're yeah. nothing. Um, and then put it into a brokerage account, but even like. Of course, I've always understood investing into real estate, but mm-hmm. other ways of not just... Not real estate, because that's a big jump for some people. Yeah. But, you know, even getting into like, the stocks, the mm-hmm. Robinhood, and, mm-hmm. and just different ways that... That's going to be more than that 0.3, 0.4% investment, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So you could just look into those kind of ways of doing that, because she is absolutely right. Like, just mm-hmm. putting it into a savings account is... It's safe. It's yeah, safe, right? It and, I mean, I hate the same. The if you scare play scare money don't make money. Scare money don't make money. If you play it safe, you play it sorry.
0: But it's just like mm-hmm.
1: I mean To I, an extent I, it's true. Extent. I don't to I extent. don't know any yeah
0: opportunity or any business venture where someone has not had to put up some money right. you have right. to put it out there right. um and again we're certainly not saying all take mm-hmm. everything you have and put it into something and that's right that's that's someone who is likes a risk mm-hmm. loves them <laughs> but you know to your point i think i know one time you and i were talking um to someone who was in finance and you and myself too. It was just like, okay. I mean, this whole thing with debt. I don't want to debt. And he said, he said, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of us have been taught, not necessarily wrong, but we have an interesting view on debt. We view mm-hmm. all debt as it's just bad, bad. no, yeah. whatever. And yeah, it's yeah. like one thing that that he said that clicked for me as I start, you know, trying to make my money, make more money is debt that makes you money is different than consumer debt. Right. You know, right. if you got these credit cards you need to pay off by all means, like, no, get all of that. Go mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. But if you have debt like your home and mm-hmm. you figure out how to make money off of your home that is actually better because think about when you're looking at credit worthiness they look at debt to income Mm -hmm. if you're showing yeah I owe on this but this is how much money I make from it it sets you up for other opportunities so I mean just something to think about if you are thinking about getting involved Mm -hmm. in something like oh I want to invest in real estate or if you're even a safer thing is go in with a few people and Mm -hmm. say okay we want to invest in this thing so you're you're not by yourself Mm -hmm. you're not it's not just all your money or if you're financing it's not all on you you know that's something to consider is okay it might be a debt for a number of years but is it making you money Mm -hmm. and is it making you more money than what you would owe in terms of your whatever the payment might be right so and this is not (laughs)
1: something we previously talked about but just like, when we're saying all these things we're learning, mm-hmm. it's because of connections, right? Yeah. And I do think a part of broke mentality is not having resources, not connecting to people, like, wanting to be the top person in your circle, right? Like, uh-huh. just people looking at you and you being able to tell everybody's. Like, I used to be, you know... Up there in, mm-hmm. in in my circle, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. But now I feel like I'm one of the dumbest people in my circle, and it makes me so happy. Like <laughs> I just feel like like the people I, I am it here, right, connected to, and the stuff that I can learn. I tell people all the time, like to me, not having a, a build a circle, and mm-hmm. I, you know, you know, we've talked about like it's hard. We understand it's harder for guys. It might be harder in the season you're in if you're mm-hmm. older. Um, but build a circle so you can learn these things. You mm-hmm. know, you shouldn't know everything if you know everything in your group then you need a new group
0: like true and it can come from more than one group because i know for example there's like certain questions i'll ask you or my mom because i mean that's just more of y'all's wheelhouse like i was like okay this is something i'm not understanding about a heloc i need to understand blah 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 Mm -hmm. and um but you might go somewhere else for a question about okay stock wise should Mm -hmm. i be doing this Mm -hmm. so it's okay if it comes it's not like everyone in your circle has to have, you know, the same yeah, thing. So feel like you diversify your portfolio, diversify your friends. Exactly. <laughs> the other thing, though, is if you don't have that circle available, like, there is a Facebook group for everything. So, if Facebook didn't pay us. We need to hit them up then. Because I mean, I'm just <laughs> telling you for free, like, there is literally right. a group for everything. And you can, like, don't just take someone's word for it. If you see something, look it up. Because mm-hmm. Google is also free. You can right. verify the things um, that you learn but you don't necessarily have to know a person have them tangibly like right there where you can mm-hmm. touch them mm-hmm. to be learning from someone yeah. so there's a group you know you in a group talking about cardi b hip-hop whatever it is you like on any other channel clubhouse is still popping right. for what i've heard like get in the groups that are talking about the financial steps you're interested mm-hmm. in and mm-hmm. the ones where they're not trying to sell you right. something because right, right. No shade to the folks who are into, we're going to get into, you know, the crypto later or whatever. But if you feel like you're in something where this is becoming a pyramid scheme, that is not you getting, you know, free game. That is, we're trying to bring you under us to make money off of you. Now, to each his own. I'm just (laughs) saying, if you're trying to step out there and use your money to Mm -hmm. make money, Mm -hmm. you just might want to consider being in a group where someone's not trying to sell you something. It just... You know, trying to network, see what you know, see what they know, and and go from there. Yeah.
1: And I think also, when I think about, like, you know, people that say, like, it's hard to build friends. It's hard to build Mm -hmm. networks and stuff like this. Mm -hmm. It also makes me think about money, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you could clench your fist and keep everything to yourself, but nothing can come in. True. But if you let out, Mm -hmm. you know, things could come and flow into you. And when I think about that, I think about people that don't necessarily volunteer in their community for anything you mm-hmm. know it's just like me and my house are straight we good yeah. but the only thing you're going to have is you and your house like right. you know your kids if you have kids they're going to leave mm-hmm. so where are your resources but I do think a huge way easy way To build a network is to start volunteering, give Mm -hmm. your talents, you know, give your time um, Mm -hmm. into your community. And obviously in that moment, you're going to meet like minded people because obviously there's a connection right there that you don't even have to try to figure out. Like Mm -hmm. it's the easy, you know, conversation to have, like to build onto other conversations. So Mm -hmm. I would suggest that for people that are trying to build a network and try to find, you know, friendships and grow their, grow their, um, their circle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's, so
0: let's let's get into the fix your face moment mm-hmm. of um you know luxury and, and yes. YOLO and um what was the term you used the other day? Normalizing luxury. Yes. Yes. Let's 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 yes. get into what does that mean?
1: So it's uh you know, people well, like you said, you know, um One of the extremes of the poverty mindset is feeling like, well, you're only going to live once, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what the yellow comes from. You only live once. Um, So
0: I'm going to spend it. Here's the thing. You don't know if you're going (laughs) to live to 35 or (laughs) or 95. Right. So uh, So, so gamble. There you go. (laughs) Um,
1: And then there's, you know, normalizing luxury, which Mm -hmm. has... become a term in our community because people are often shamed for having things that other races like do just, just because, right. You know, okay. Um. for instance, when I traveled to Africa, the mm-hmm. the place that I stayed at had maids, they had, you know, seamstresses. They, and it was just a, a normal thing. Like, you know, the cleaners, but mm-hmm. in you know the the states. That's something that's viewed as a luxury, mm-hmm. um, and it is. I'm not going to say viewed as. It's yeah. a it's a luxury to be mm-hmm. able to have someone and come into your home because there are people like, um, you know, and one of our episodes that said some people still don't even have washing dryers in their home. All right. So yes, it is a luxury to have someone come in to be able to you mm-hmm. know wash clean your house, yeah. wash your clothes, mm-hmm. um, cut your grass. Yeah. So those kind of things. You know that term normalizing luxury, but. When I think for me, the issue is when it becomes like a hashtag thing, right? Mm -hmm. Versus you really assessing whether you can afford this thing Mm -hmm. or just, you know, I'm normalizing luxury, like hashtag luxury or
0: like just. Well, you know, what? I think it's getting sexy. So we have these certain type certain things. You know, I talk about how people love to say generational wealth now. Mm -hmm. But just like generational wealth is, you know, a. Uh, generation by generation of things. Right. there's also generational poverty right. and um, a friend of mine's husband like pointed that out and was just talking to some of the things that he sees mm-hmm. working in the public school system mm-hmm. so both of those are true things right. and I think people are just so interested in wealth and accruing things but again the concentration is things right. instead of okay what does this wealth allow you to do um, how does this wealth allow you to be a, a of assistance to others, mm-hmm, which is, mm-hmm. to me, part of why we're here. right? Um, and so... Then it's part of how you close the wealth gap, being a too. service to others. So, yeah. you know, but a lot of it is concentrated on how can I get for how me can and I mine. accumulate, right? And so um, same thing with this luxury thing. This mm-hmm, normalizing mm-hmm. luxury has become a sexy topic because <laughs> people, I mean, it's a highlight reel, mm-hmm, right? And mm-hmm. I think it hasn't been used in the way that you're saying of like, Services. Mm -hmm. It's been used more so from a concept of goods. Mm -hmm. So you'll see somebody go get their Louis bag, Mm -hmm. and it's like, girl, I'm normalizing luxury. Mm -hmm. Or only got right Right. red bottoms Like it's it's things that they're showing you when they do the hashtag Mm -hmm. instead of like you know I'm trying to build a business and I freed up some time right um, by using this service to clean my home Mm -hmm. hashtag. You know you don't see that right right. And I think to your point of if you can afford it, because most people can't, really... Really do an assessment of, you know, what your bills are, what you have going on. Mm-hmm. And if you have those extra funds, you know, because time is the only thing we can't get back. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do not be ashamed to have someone clean your home.
1: Right.
0: Um. There's different packages. So figure out, you know, what's affordable mm-hmm. to you. Because I know me, mm-hmm. myself personally, I'm like, you could just do these floors. Right. Right. And get these bathrooms. bathrooms. I, I, I don't need <laughs> you to do the windows and all that. I right, don't know if right. I'm, like, I'm ready for that package every month. But, <laughs> You know, or even not every month. You can mm-hmm. have somebody come every other month, do the deep clean, and you just maintain, things right. like that. Um, I have a friend who's like, I now am in a position to pay for the things that I don't want to do to free mm-hmm. up my time. She does not like doing laundry. So she has the service where yeah. they do the, the laundry every week, and they drop it back off, and it's folded, and it's great. Yeah. Um, I think if you can't afford those things, it's, certainly, it's actually more so the norm that you can. Right, exactly, um, exactly. Figure out, especially if you have kids. First of all, the kids are there free, so each one has a job. That house will be spick and span. Whose job is the floors? Whose job is the bathrooms? Whose job is the windows slash dusting the furniture? Right. Your house is clean. I mean, yeah. you get you need one more for the dishes. So if you got two kids and a partner, <laughs> or you know somebody that's regularly there, however right. you define it. Three of them are done and you get that, you know, you do the dishes or the dishwasher, whichever choice you want to do, you know. And I I don't, um, and that's
1: such a segue, but I don't (laughs) understand, like, Mm -hmm. not making your children be contributing factors to your home, right? They are there for more than going to school, playing sports, and doing homework. Especially, like, I'm not even, I was about to say, especially for single parents, but no, not especially for single parents. Period. Like, I just don't understand, you know, <clears throat> people that don't give their kids chores. And it's just, it's it's mind-blowing to me that you were willing to work yourself to death and not even let your child wash clothes, not make them learn how to cook, not make them load a dishwasher. They, they didn't got to wash the dishes. Load a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. Vacuum. My son does all these things. And that's why I mentioned, I mean, he is nine. He does all all
0: of this and that's why big. she signs all of her things dear future daughter like, you're <laughs> you
1: are welcome but a I, lot
0: of folks out here don't know how to do I'm anything.
1: just not gonna stress myself like you're not about to be downstairs playing Fortnite and I'm up here getting, watching baseball right getting 15,000 steps in struggling by myself I don't live in this house by myself I didn't dirty it up by myself and mm-hmm. I'm not gonna clean it by myself but mm-hmm. You know, that's another conversation for another day. But you
0: have helpers. Th- that's some of your luxury, right? There. I'm just saying, in the terms of if you can't <laughs> yeah, afford it, you right. make them little people. Yeah. Instead of because otherwise you spend your Saturdays. Because think about it, a lot mm-hmm. of us do that. What Saturdays they put gospel mm-hmm. on you, clean the whole house. Yeah. uh. Uh-uh. Or as an option, if you if you don't have kids or whatever, one of the things that I do is each day you have a certain task Mm -hmm. so of course i mean dishes are one of those things that happen every day but like for example maybe tuesdays are your bathrooms Mm -hmm. wednesdays are your floors thursdays is dusting so really over the course of three or four days you've done something and your house is constantly clean so you're not having to like spend the whole day Mm -hmm. that you should be enjoying for the weekend or whatever cleaning or doing doing a task that you don't want to do
1: yeah Um, yeah but i'm with you like i just don't mm -hmm. um if you could afford that to not mm-hmm. do it, like you said, it's freeing up your time to make money somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Kudos to you! Like it is mm-hmm. a beautiful thing to be able to do that. But, mm-hmm. uh, like you said, some of those other, uh, like you said, non services, right? Yeah. Th- those are services. But so, some of the goods, like I've recently gotten into shoes, right? You have, I've, I've, a I've, I've,
0: I've, I've, wa-
1: I've walked, I walked into the sneakerhead world, see. had no idea. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that those sneakers were gonna cost more than most of the heels that I purchased. Well, it depends on your shoe size, right? So, you I'm up there, so we, you got Tyler sizes. I'm a whole adult <laughs> size, dang near man size shoe over here. So the one time being short pays off, right? Yes, yeah, save so a little money. That is the thing. Like, if you can afford, if when I look at these walls of these people that have sneakers, I'm like, that is some. Money. So I'm sorry. If you have a bunch of Jordans and dunks, I'm trying to learn a difference. And <laughs> <laughs> all these things in your house, and you're telling me no, I c I can't afford insurance. Or you getting 30, 60. That makes no sense to me. That to me is a broke mentality. Mm-hmm. Put it in these babies. And people do it and it's not <laughs> Judgment, it upsets her every It time. does. Because they grow out it's of it so quickly. Enjoying. Now, again, I'm not saying... To me, it just doesn't make sense, period, whether you can afford it or not. But, it, okay. you know, but the broke mentality part of it to me is, you know, a person that, you know, will go into the store and maybe be... To, to the point where they're even asking to borrow money for, for the baby's milk, mm-hmm. but their baby got on a whole full Jordan outfit. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's make it make sense. Right, it doesn't
0: make sense to me. Um, Now the caveat I will say there is there are some people like Jordan's. If you don't, because I'm, I'm guessing they never wear them. If you don't wear, then they become collectors' items. Right. So some people, like a Chanel bag, it's like an investment. Right. Um. So I kind of get if you got some kind of game plan there, like okay, go ahead and get those because literally I still don't get it if you can't pay your bills. I, no, it's true. <laughs> you probably shouldn't have got that collector's item, but it's crazy because if you think about it for the most part, the same pair of Jordans is coming out every few years. Oh, yeah. So if yeah. the person who's like, I'm gonna just hold on to right. it and when, because now that the systems they have to buy, it's ridiculous, the bidding, the whatever. Right. So, you know, I think it depends on your, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Your strategy there? Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, I'm not saying to go spend $200 to collect it if, you, like you said, it's gonna affect your ability to pay your rent. Um, That's different. Right. But, yeah, for the folks out
1: there, and I, and and it's not limited to to Jordan I mean, to again, for me, that broke that part of broke mentality extends to bags, shoes, mm-hmm. cars, it, it, mm-hmm. it, all of it, it. It just really doesn't make any sense to me if you're at home collecting bill collectors and notices, but mm-hmm. you you know in a a Monserati outside, it, it it makes no sense to me. And I do think that that's. Uh, Broke mentality. because it's about what. What are the. Uh, what do people What's think it about? Like, yeah. yeah. What does it look like? Mm-hmm. What is the imagery of what I'm in? Mm-hmm. Our, and, you know, people just love getting compliments.
0: Sometimes they pull up mm-hmm. in a car that that fulfills something in them. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. And know. I think it's okay to have your thing because the mentality we're talking about. I think we talked about it a lot in our Keeping Up with the Joneses mm-hmm. episode. At least where it comes from, why it matters, how it sets you back. Um that's not to shame the people if you have your thing because there's gonna be some things that i just don't get like i will bring myself to the table i have a friend who makes fun of me so much because i cannot make myself buy a bag and she and i went back and forth because i was like i needed like an everyday (laughs) bag i was like carrying my wallet around like i just was like "Mm." because of course she likes bags so she's gonna send me something girl that bag was about $1,000. Now, me being me, I said, now, will I drop a $1,000 on a trip? In a second, <laughs> right, I right. will. So that's so your thing.
1: So that's right. my thing. Right.
0: But it is crazy because we went back and forth because she, she called herself being smart. She told me, well, just go get a coach bag there because that's how she feels about coach child. I don't know. nothing. <laughs> so I was, you know, but I think the thing is everybody, like you said, you have your mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. And even when I've done a trip, I've been able to pay my mortgage. Like, I'm not gonna pay for this trip. And if I can't afford the trip, um, it's gonna affect my mortgage. What we gonna do then? Is figure out. People laugh at me. I love a payment plan. Mm-hmm. So if it's like okay, well I'm in a bind, Nate. I can't do it this right now. The way Who I can't pay. Is Nate. Girl, you know you in black cinema. It's from set it off. I can't do Thank it. Thank you. you. You know I don't.
1: So. <laughs> I don't think the people knew about my situation. I'm sorry. i my bad. I was just like.
0: Really? Who is Nate? <laughs> this is insane. I can't. <laughs> but in that situation, it'll be like, okay, let me figure out this this plan where I can pay a couple hundred a month over the course of some months and then go. I right. love a payment plan. Right. So again, like, figure out what you works. Did for the same you. thing
1: with your bag. I'm just playing. No, you can't. I'm thinking Louis Vuitton take payment.
0: Chad, they looking at you like uh, if you can get your broke. <laughs> self, Ryan, you <laughs> this is bad. Let's go do it this weekend and see if they let us. You know, I will embarrass you to be like, Do y'all have a payment plan? Because. <laughs> I'll put down $75? Can I? I can put something on it. Y'all got layaway. Chad, they gonna be like, You can't afford it. <laughs> and I'll be like, That's what the point of my show was. Right, let's size you our car. <laughs> But yes, y'all. So really, we just wanted to talk about that, especially because social media is prevalent. Mm -hmm. You see everybody doing the highlight reel, everybody with their nice things. And just really make sure that you are making what money you do have. If you do have a little extra, Mm -hmm. make sure that you're making it work for you instead of uh, just a process where you're just putting it back in the system. You're not really seeing the growth that you could, um, especially in this economy, especially with Who knows what Social Security is going to look like? Just you know, start thinking about those things. Right, and Mm -hmm. for those that are you know doing all the things
1: and they got their luxury, hey, hey, do you right two (laughs) snacks?
0: All right. Do we want to um, get into a little letter? Oh, we got one? We do yes, have yes, one. Yes. All right. If you would like to hit us up with your questions, comments, shenanigans, <laughs> advice at gmail.com. That's D-I-V-A-A-D-V-I-C-E at Diva gmail.com. So, today's letters goes dear divas i've been planning my wedding for the last four months it's been tough because of COVID restrictions and it impacted some of the things we can do but i've still been super excited because i'm marrying my best friend It's mm. cute the problem is my fiance is super frugal and tries to veto every idea i have he's actually proposing tacky things like chicken wings at the reception or using the clear plastic cups to save money mm. While I do want to be conscious of our budget because we're paying for everything, I don't want a cheap-looking wedding. How can I go about talking through this and find a solution that works for us both? What would you compromise on? Signed, Anonymous. So, Anonymous. Um. You
1: have a chicken wings? I mean... <laughs> I think we're like spirit twins or whatever, so I, I feel him. Um... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, mm, I don't mind chicken wings. I'm sorry. I don't mind chicken wings.
0: At the reception? So I
1: don't mind it.
0: Look. I learned something new about you. Girl, is it new, really? I mean, at the reception, because you laughed at me when I said, if I had a shower, I want some wings. And you was like, uh so, you no, get I don't get a 180.
1: Okay. <laughs> so, but not the way, like, I feel like you can dress up anything, and which is why I laughed at the fact that she's talking about these plastic cups <laughs> because people put some real fancy things in those mm-hmm. little plastic cups and in their little appetizer
0: suddenly. You know, you, you dress something up. You can, I think it depends on the type of plastic cup. Like, them, them red solo. Well, uh, we're not cups talking and about and, red solo. I hope mean, he's talking about
1: clear. <laughs> We well, We're both. vetoing red solo cups. Okay, okay. Cool. Less, no, we're vetoing red solo cups. Okay, so you're saying the cute, yeah, plastic. little plastic cups, okay. right? You can slide in the chicken wing. I don't know. They can dress it up. They can dress up your chicken wing. It does Can't not do have so to shoot that chicken wings. It does not have to be in the foil pan. Girl, can you see what that bone in and people just the uh, them flats? hey, you guys chicken wings? Look. Or have them at the rehearsal <laughs> dinner, you know. There's they compromise. You, you could he you could have them at the rehearsal dinner. Okay. What I would not compromise on, what everybody remembers about the wedding, is the food. True. Do not compromise on the food. Do not compromise on your dress. Mm-mm. They do remember the bride yeah. and what the bride. They might not remember what the groom tux look like unless no, it's completely. You know, I mean, a bold color. Yeah, he did something different, right? Mm-hmm. But the black looks here. We're not gonna really remember, but we remember the brides dress. Mm-hmm. We remember the food, yeah. and a lot of people remember the music. You like you remember the DJ. Yeah, like, oh, you remember the DJ. That, yeah. If it is boring and everybody is just talking and leaving, you know, right after you cut the cake, then you mm-hmm. know everybody's looking at your DJ. So I wouldn't
0: cut on those.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, okay.
0: And um. So, in terms of how can you talk about... So, I would basically ask him what... I think I would more so ask him for a number. Mm. Because some of his suggestions are making you feel like, ooh, that's tacky. So, I would ask him for a number or... He wants input. No, right. And I get that. But I'm just saying, like, if, if she gives him a number, maybe she could present some options that fit in that number. Um And he could still be involved. Okay. Or... Like, divide and conquer. The things that you don't truly, I mean, it's hard to say you don't care about Mm -hmm. anything in your way, but the things that are less priority for you, maybe let him handle those things, and then you say, because you said y'all are paying for it. So, girl, you might have to just take your money and be like, this is important to me, I'm going to pay for this, because we're not going to do it like this. Um, So, I do think you could compromise on the cake. Yeah. You could have a small, cute
1: tear cake for your cut. Listen, the picture. Sam's
0: makes cake, and you in Publix can, they do. And you could get them to stack it; it can yeah. still be cute, depending on how many people you have in there. You right. have a bunch of people. If uh-huh. you having a bunch of people, that's what I'm saying. Like you could do a cute cake for the c- cutting for mm-hmm. the picture, and have a sheet
1: cake in the back, and they because br- oh, they Sam's cake, right? They taking it to the back anyway to cut it up and bring it back out. Nobody will ever know, mm-hmm. so you don't have to have you a 500 six hundred dollar cake. True. And so, it's good
0: cake too, right? Publix has amazing them wedding too. cakes, yeah. So, so, or you could do this cheaper. Usually, you could do cupcakes. Yes, you could have the little towers or whatever. Because it's COVID, so well, nobody
1: people, people charge for it regardless, just because it says wedding on it. So, oh. a wedding oh. cupcake
0: suddenly becomes really expensive.
1: Oh, well, don't tell them it's a wedding. <laughs> just put the tears on, right? Um,
0: <laughs> but I okay, you're asking me myself personally. I would probably compromise. Mm. I'm thinking about the major things you think about a wedding. Like first of all. <laughs> I'm with you. I would the wings gonna have to be at the rehearsal dinner okay. or if you do wings, like the um what's it called? Like when they're taking pictures, um, you know, when everybody's like I do know what you're talking about, the, but I'm uh, The it. cocktail hour. Yeah. You can okay. You can have your wings at the cocktail hour because guess what, girl? You're gonna be taking pictures. You're not gonna see them people eating them wings, getting their hands all saucy. You're not gonna see it. So just you know, make sure make the presentation nice. Could be dry rub. That also y'all could compromise there. Tell him no sauce, (laughs) Um, and you know figure out how to present them nicely. A caterer will know how to dress it up Mm -hmm. cute. Um, So maybe y'all could do that. I'm trying to think like when you think about the major things of a wedding. You have, like, okay, the venue, mm-hmm. the dress, DJ, mm. food. Oof. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not compromising those things because those are important. They I don't are. Know what I was just about to like, say, I'm people like, do I... remember.
1: When you, when you went to a really nice venue, mm-hmm. you remember. I, yeah, you can't, I
0: can't pick no janky venue. I can't. I All mean, right. Okay. I will say this. You can pick a simple venue if your decorations are really nice. Yes. So I would compromise on not having this grand view or whatever that, you know, an expensive venue Mm -hmm. if the decorations are very nice. Because that it will make that venue look nice. It'll look like a whole new world in and of itself when people walk in. So I'll say that. I think for a venue, one of the... Funnest weddings I ever went to, mm-hmm. a
1: friend rented out a trailer oh. out in, I don't know if it was, it was felt like the country, because we were driving through the woods, black girls in the woods, <laughs> driving through the woods to get to the trailer, and it mm-hmm. was on a lake. It was oh. so simple, the simplicity of this wedding. He had on like a khaki jacket, you know, like like, it was so simple and they Mm -hmm. did their little walk. It wasn't in no limousine. They did it on. It wasn't a paddle boat, but it was Mm -hmm. something like that. And they came right on back to eat with us. It was so simple and cute. And the food was barbecue style. So, you know, okay, but so that's an again, example where you could do something yeah. simple, but it's still it's it was not cute, tacky. right? It wasn't tactical, or at all. like
0: sometimes, depending on if you know someone with a nice backyard and yes. you like the outdoors, yes, I could see maybe compromising there yeah. because again, you could figure out how to make that nice, it's mm-hmm. simple, yeah. what have you. But I in, agree in with Quick, yeah, I agree yeah. with Quick, like your food. Your photographer, Mm -hmm. DJ, and your dress, like those four areas, again, if he is not willing to budge, you might need to be willing to figure out some payment plans Mm -hmm. and, you know, he might just get to pay for these wings or this cocktail hour or, or, you know, divide and conquer on that because Mm -hmm. those four things, like your photographer captures that day. So if you have like a... Mm-mm. You can't have a bad photographer.
1: You can't have a bad photographer. I do think you could shop around, though, mm-hmm. and get a really great photographer. When I was looking, I mean, those right there are easily photographers that are, I mean, the norm mm-hmm. ranges seem to be six to $10,000, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they they were high, especially if you want to bring in a videographer Ooh, with it. Out. Like they were not $1,000 is just buy, like you might get okay. a student, you know. <laughs> And, and and that's not a knock because that was a person I was looking at like he did yeah. he did a lot of the um what is drone drone yeah. videography so mm-hmm. you know that was sis, and that. he learned it from um, through through tech school, he like mm-hmm. he was in school, so he charged cheaper. So I would say, you know, that there are ways if you want to cut costs but still have quality. Definitely go to schools and look mm-hmm. for people that have a portfolio. Now don't just be going yeah, to no. wing it. Mm-mm. Look at their portfolio. Look at previous weddings that they did. Don't look at you know Some graduations. No, look at weddings that they have done because it's mm-hmm. a whole different beast. Yes. and see you know what their wedding photography. But you don't have to go to you know the top name. guy Guy that's on IG you know that's getting the thirty sixty thousand dollars 60000 views you're just gonna lose that because he, he up there he is not Yeah, no. right it's not mm-hmm. in, that's not on your you budget but you still it still you be can, nice right you're not gonna cry when you get your pictures back but that's what we don't want you to do because you no. know brides have had many regrets trying it's to cut, all blurry. cut that, cut no. that brides out yeah okay so I do like the idea of giving him a budget and then presenting him with the with options you find stuff that works in that. there that you still that. like yeah because Yep.
0: Mm-mm.
1: And if that man wants his chicken wings, figure out a way to put it in there. Just give him the wings.
0: Because they ahead. don't ask for very...
1: I don't feel like guys ask for very much when it comes to... They don't, to but he's talking
0: about vetoing every idea. I'm going to stop bringing ideas now. That's
1: absolutely true. This is going to be package one, two, or three, and solo cups are no. They are absolutely not happening. Heck... No. At the bachelor party. That's it. That's your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that is it.
0: All right, anonymous. Let us know how it goes. Congratulations. Yay. Divaadvice.com. Divaadvice at gmail.com. There we go. Well,
1: until the meantime, in between time, have a great attitude. All right,
0: bye.